Good morning, everyone. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening in to my podcast this morning. Uh, I'm Jason DeMars, and I want to remind you, uh, regular listeners know this, but I'm going to remind you anyways, that if you have any testimonies, prayer requests, or questions for me, please let me know. You can do so on any of the social media uh, sites that you're listening on, or you can contact me with uh, information listed on the screen. If you're listening to a podcast, you can contact me by going to jasondemars.com. And uh, if you're listening in, please comment, please like, please share. Definitely appreciate that. Spread the word about um, this podcast. Also going to remind you that we have free materials on the website. Uh, We have, have books there. And they're all offered to you for completely free, free shipping as well. So you're very much welcome to those materials. And if you have any, if you have any topics that you would like me to cover uh, in the near future, please let me know. Um, I'm going to be finishing up in the next, probably, probably by the end of the week, uh, my series on the training of ministers. And next week, starting up something new. So if you have anything you'd like me to cover, please let me know. All right, we're going to get started. We were talking last time about uh, counseling and uh, biblical counseling. So I want to continue with that before we start to talk about leadership qualities. Um. First thing I want to mention regarding counseling is that for us ministers, counseling is not psychology. Um, There's this misnomer uh, that you have to have a degree in psychology or that you have to have some understanding of psychology in order to um, help people through their problems. But that's not that's not correct basically basically you're looking at uh, ministry on an individual basis to people in the church and you know this is not this is not uh, some great and grand program of counseling that is so complicated and difficult to do. Um, it's applying wisdom. You know, you need to have wisdom in order to counsel. And first order in wisdom is to understand that we don't have any wisdom of ourselves. God is the source of all wisdom. And so whatever guidance we're given, we have to know it's based on Scripture. But not only that, you as a someone as an individual believer receiving counseling, they have to prayerfully hear it and then go forward based upon Scripture and the leadership of the Holy Spirit in their life. Um, too many people take counseling from a minister and uh, as, as though he's the Pope and he is their Holy Ghost leadership. No, the minister in counseling is pointing you to the Word and to your own personal leadership. That's, that is 
some of the principles that I take as a counselor. Uh, we talked about it before. First, to listen, you know, hear the whole matter before I respond. Um, be quick to hear, uh, slow to speak. Um, if any man speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. Whatever I speak, it should be the word of God into their situation, not psychology. It should be the word of God, the wisdom of God into their life situation. Otherwise, just listen with compassion. That's the other part is be compassionate. Compassion means to suffer with, to suffer alongside. Enter into what that person is going through so that you can truly understand them. And then when you truly understand them, you can pray for them and pray with them. Some of, some of the principles in counseling is sharing the wisdom of the Word of God, but understanding is that it's not up to you to fix the problem. We have a Savior, Christ the Lord. Christ is the one that is ministering to these people. Christ is the one that can solve their problems, not you and me. We need to point them to Christ in their situation that they're dealing with. And the, the other part of that is when you're counseling uh, a person is don't try to get in the way of their Holy Ghost leadership. Encourage that Holy Ghost leadership. Don't, don't get in the way. Don't stand in between. Encourage them to pray and to hear from God. Pray with them right there. Encourage them to pray into this specific situation in their life. And you pray with them. Because the, it's not psychology that solves their problem. It is the power of God that solves their problem. You, as, a, as someone who's counseling who is there as a friend, as, as someone who, who cares, who has compassion. You listen and you point them to the Word, the principles of the Word, and you encourage them, you, you help them uncover what the real problem is simply by asking them questions. As you ask them questions, you help them uncover that problem. And when you uncover that problem, you help them pray through, pray through right there with them. You have them pray, not just you pray, you have them pray through their problem, that they would get deliverance from that situation. Of course, you can pray for them. Sometimes people are in such a weak state, they feel like they can't even pray. And so you need to pray for them in those situations. But with that said, I'm going to read a few scriptures about counseling. Proverbs 11 verse 14 says, A nation falls through a lack of guidance, but victory comes through the counsel of many. Proverbs 15:22, Plans fail without advice, but with many counselors they are confirmed. Proverbs 13.10, where there is strife, there is pride, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. Proverbs 24.6, for you should wage war with sound guidance. 
Victory comes with many counselors. Proverbs 20, verse 18, plans are confirmed by getting advice and with guidance one wages war. We have to understand that ultimately this guidance has to come from the Lord. Yes, God uses uh, the body of Christ. He works through the body of Christ, absolutely. But ultimately we understand that our counsel needs to be from God. Psalms 16, 7, and 8 says, I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at, my, even at night my conscience instructs me. I keep the Lord in mind always because he has my, at my right hand I will not be shaken. Psalm 30, 73, verse 24, You guide me with your counsel, leading me to a glorious destiny. Uh, James 3, 7, But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, accommodating, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and not hypocritical. The Lord is our counselor. The Lord is our healer. So we need to look to him. Uh, And if you are in the position of counseling someone, as a pastor, as an evangelist, or as a missionary, as a whatever place you're in in the body of Christ, you have to understand is that God is the counselor, not you. Don't get your thoughts, your way of doing things in the way. Let him flow through you. John 14, 26, but the comforter, or another way to uh, look at that word comforter is counselor, the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have told you. It's the Holy Spirit that counsels people. We don't want to get in the way. We want to wait upon the Lord for an answer. Sometimes when you meet with someone to counsel, you don't have an answer, and that's okay. You can say, let's continue to meet. That's another part that needs to not be forgotten, is that sometimes people's issues that they need counseling with are deep, long-standing hurts that cannot be solved in one session. You have to be willing as a minister of the gospel to get involved in a long-term basis to help bring healing to that person. We have to be careful not to create an utter dependency upon us. We have to point them to Christ. We have to encourage them to look to Christ. We have to encourage them that it's the Lord who heals, the Lord who who gives the salve, not me, not you. It's Him, and point people to Him. But it does take long-term, long-term and follow-up in counseling. And someone who's involved, who's there, who's there to text, who's there to call, who's there to meet on a weekly or bi-weekly basis or once a month, as, as often as it's necessary in order to help that person through what they're going through. Um, the Bible is the tool that we need. Not psychology. The Bible is the tool that we need uh, I'm going to read 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God 
and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. The Bible is what we need um, to counsel people. Psalm 119, 24 and 25 says, Your statutes are my delight. They are my counselors. I am laid low in the dust. Preserve my life according to your word. The, the word of God is our counselor. And we, if we're counseling people, we have to understand the Holy Spirit is the counselor. Christ is the healer. And the word of God is the counselor. We should not be in the way with our own ideas, our own understanding. You know, we need to be we also need to be careful, encourage other people to be careful, because Colossians 2 8 says, Be careful not to allow anyone to captivate you through empty, deceitful philosophy or psychology that is according to human traditions and the elemental spirits of the world and not according to Christ. It is Christ who counsels Christ, who heals Christ, who provides the wisdom. And so we need to point people to that. We need to show people that. We need to make that clear when we are counseling people that it is the Lord and not us who does the fixing. We need to point them and connect, help connect their heart to Christ not their heart to you and me, their heart to Christ. And in that, that is where they get their, their healing. That is where they get their strength. That is where they get their deliverance. That is where they get their answer to their question. But all of our counseling is nothing if we're the one directing. When the counseling comes, I, I'm not sure what to do. Should I uh, move to such and such a, a, a church? Well, we don't come and say, no, don't do that because of such and such and such. We don't get in the way of, their, of, of God leading them. We encourage them and teach them, okay, well, have you, don't consider, if you visited that church and it was wonderful special meetings, consider that that was not the real world from day to day. Uh, go there for, for a period of time. Spend time there, maybe... Spend a month there if you can. Get temporary work there for two or three months or, or, or visit there frequently. Uh, stay for a Sunday through a Wednesday. Stay there for a week so that you're a Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday. See what it is really like, the reality of what uh, that local church is like. Don't simply just on a whim move. Pray, wait on the Lord, and see what things are really, really like. Um, you don't, you don't want to just rush, rush, rush into decisions. So in other words, what am I saying? In counseling people, uh, you're, you're teaching them wisdom. You're teaching them how to follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit in their life. You're encouraging that personal leadership. You're not saying, don't go there because I don't think it's right. That's not, that's not counseling. That's bossing people. It's nonsense. Counseling is teaching them how to follow Christ. 
teaching, pointing them to a relationship of healing with Christ, showing them how to care, showing them that you care, and teaching them how to care for others. This is, this is sim uh, some simple points. You don't have to have all the answers going into counseling. He has the answers. You need to be have your heart in contact with Him, and you need to encourage the people to get their heart in contact with Christ in these situations. And if they're struggling to do that, helping define what that barrier is, breaking down the barrier through prayer and the scriptures. All right, we didn't get to leadership qualities. Hopefully we'll get to that next time. I feel like there's more to talk about with counseling because it's an important part of ministry. So if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let me know. You can get in touch with me through jasondemars.com. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you.